Yo, 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 what's the word? What's the word? Are you almost ready? Oh, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to rock. I just been, uh, I just took a shower. Trying to freshen up a little bit. I've been laying around like a lazy slouch all day, them lazy Sundays. Yeah, yeah, I know how you feel. I've been fucking eating edibles all day today. I feel like a slouch. Hold up. Let me just make sure I got you coming in. You good? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you great. Loud and clear. Loud and clear, kid. We're good, A-OK. Good, good. Brand new phone. Brand new phone. Brand new phone? I wonder why. I hear you actually louder than, than normal. Yeah, brand new phone. All right, sounds good, man. Yeah, bro, it's been a minute, and I've been trying to uh, book a show for a while, but it was hard because I've been pretty much busy all month. Vacation and then the little quarantine period. I just started back on work on Thursday, and I left work on the 6th, so close to 20 days of just uh, hanging out. Hit the beach. Ouchies. Hit the beach, went down to uh, Hollywood, drove through Miami a little bit. My first time really seeing South Beach. How was it down in Florida? I, I, I know DeSantis has been making it really nice down there, but how like legitimately nice is it down there? It's beautiful. That's, that's fucking awesome. It's beautiful. I mean, I didn't want to leave, but that's just me. Were there a lot of people wearing masks or, you know, like, depends. I, I, I need like full details. Depends where you go. <laughs> depends where you go. You know Obvi- what I mean? Uh, obviously the inner cities where it's more Democrat, they're going to have more of a mask mandate, even though that by the state of Florida, they are supposed to lift the rules. I don't think it was really but... any mandates down there. I mean, people wore a mask if you felt like it. And then people who just didn't give a shit, just fucking reckless didn't even care i mean i can't lie say i wore a mask the whole time i was there i was pretty much by myself the whole time i was there so i isolated myself like on the beach or i was swimming in the water there was a couple of times like i would go out to the bar and i was sitting at an outside bar at this place called alvin's which was pretty dope became my new uh hot spot to go to and you're just like outside your bar looking right at the water pounding back some beers man nice but met some cool people while i was down there too so a little little crew to, to come back to in, in future years. I'm pretty sure did you go I go to met... Hogan's uh did you go to Hogan's uh surf shop down there? No, no. I thought you said Logan's. I was gonna say, yeah, I met a couple people from Logan's, but uh no Hogan's is on no, the other Hogan's. side. They're Clearwater. Mm. That's other side of Florida. But other than that, I just uh hung out. There was definitely a couple people I met that I had met in the past, like two years ago, but they probably don't remember me because I was probably a drunk mess when I was down there with Palmer last time. <laughs> but I saw the guy and I'm, I'm talking to my homegirl and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the dude that took my boy Nick to the strip club. Doesn't he own Logan's? And she's like, he doesn't own Logan's, but he's there all the time. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure that's him because I could, he's a short guy, you know, definitely typical Floridian. And I said, he's very outgoing, no fear, confidence through the roof. And it's kind of a hard personality to forget. So, what you got there, kid? 400 THC. Ooh, what do you got? Is it Nerds Rope? Oh. Yeah. I got me some chocolate over here, but I'm, I'm going the old school route right now with the old school smoky smoke, smoke, smoke. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing both. I'm doing both. I'm already on 300 milligrams today. Dude, I took that shit the other day, and I was whacked. 
Nah, you don't. 420, 420, 420 I ate. I ate like a chocolate bar, a half a chocolate bar or whatever, and uh, I fell asleep. And I woke up from like a three-hour nap, like a coma, and I realized how much weed I had left. And I was like, I still have all this shit left. Time to get smoking. Threw a movie on. Now that it's legal in New York State. Mm -hmm. About time. About time. What? This is half the rope. Right here. Yeah. Where, That's 200 milligrams. Where'd you get it from? Your buddy? Your buddy gets it? or You go to my the shop. Uncle. You go to the shop and get it? He goes to the shop and get no, it? No, my uncle. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, my uncle. All right. He lives uh, two towns over. Uh -huh. Might have to have you send me up some nerd's rope, or I can see if I can get them around here, because I've been getting straight chocolate lately. Chocolate bars? I love them. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't mind to have some other candy, some gummies, some... If I can't get them. I, I'm pretty sure I could probably get them, but it's just a matter of asking around. Yeah. But uh, I don't even know what episode this is, man. I know it's Wrestling With Time 4. This is the fourth time or the fifth time? It's been a month, bro. I haven't even looked at our episode, like, statistics since I talked I to you on the YouTube. I think it's number five. I think it's number five. Hold on. I'm and, on the YouTube page right now on the Xbox. Our time is now episode 18 or 19 and wrestling with time number five. We're killing it in the demographic of India, bro. 41% of our audience for the wrestling episodes come from India. So I mean, and then um, doing something right. I think at that point, I think we should um do a couple of uh, great Kali episodes. Yo, he just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. We're gonna talk about him tonight. That's another one. You know, that was kind of uh kind of surprising to see. Uh, the whole class actually was kind of surprising, but we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Um. Yeah, I, I actually do have a brew. I am going to crack a good old cold stone, stone cold brewski. Hold on a minute. You look up the episode. I'll be right there. And I'm looking up right now. Just going through my history on YouTube to find it. Doing a little bit of cleaning up so my room is a mess right now. Reorganizing, repackaging, reboxing things. Oh, no, to it's all good. Get everything situated here, kid. Oh, I wanted to mention that we do have a new sponsor for the show. Squatch Soap. If a bear shits in the woods, does it really shit? Well, I'm not picking up my Squash. dog shit neither. So you can get Squatch Soap because it's all natural ingredients. Just like the TV commercial says, if my man smelled like this, I'd be all over him every day. All day, every day, kid. You can find the link, the affiliate link in the description below if you do feel like purchasing some good old soap and stop smelling like Use shit. The promo code WWT to get whatever. I, I, I wish, I wish, I wish it was promo code. It's not. <laughs> I tried to get a custom promo code, but unfortunately, it's just an affiliate link. That's the way they do things. But whatever. Click the link, place your order. Help support the show. I have really a bunch helps, of uh, guys. You have no idea. I'm, I'm I'm in the process of building a little bit of a website right now, which will have all our sponsor links on a select page, and then all our social links on a select page. This way, you'll be able to find us on Spotify, YouTube, as well as all our sponsors coming from the Pod Decks to the Squatch Soap to the Cut Buddy to 
numerous other things that you may be able to sign up for, take advantage of, some crypto exchanges, whatever the case is. I mean, crypto is just booming right now, baby. So you better get on that train yeah, before Dogecoin, everybody. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Fucking Elon Musk. I, I, I said it fucking uh, three months ago. I said that Doge is going to be $2 before the summer. And as I am project as, as as we're heading towards the official first day of summer within the next two months, uh, my projections seem to be pretty on fucking point at almost two dollars by the fucking summertime. We're almost at fucking a dollar. Yo, I'm well, saying. Well, it, it went back down to twenty five. I I I panic sold a little bit. Matter. I panic sold a little bit the day after four twenty, and it was down at sixteen. And I said I had an average of five cents a share. And I said, let me let me sell like not half, but like maybe a third of it. And then the second I because it went literally like I watched it go like 25, 24, 22, 20, 19, 18, 16. I sold it at 16. And then it went as soon as I sold it, bro, jumped right back up. I bought back in at 19. What can you do? You just got to watch what it is. And then, you know, if they ask you, you know, do you want a buy rate? And it, it really depends on how much you buy it in at. You see, when I got in, it gave me a buy rate so I can buy whatever I want at the at the set price of what I bought the original coin at. I bought it at 0.0042. So all of my coin purchases are based off of pretty much five cents a coin. What the fuck did you, uh, what do you purchase on? What are you using? Uh, um, Robinhood. Robinhood, yeah. Excuse me, that's what I've been using. I just switched up to one called Anchor USD. Or Anchor USD. I heard Anchor's pretty good, but uh, Robinhood's been around for a while, even though that I heard that they've been scamming their customers. But I've always eh. been on Robinhood. I mean, the, the whole GameStop thing was a big phenomenon that really uh, drove a lot of people, I feel, away from it, was because people feel they got screwed on the Robinhood. But uh, I feel like I got screwed on fucking everything else, including my taxes this year. Thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah, about that. I don't know, bro. I, I'm kind of agitated about that, too, because I made a grand and I got to pay back 500. How so? Don't really know. But well, thank God in New York State, Dogecoin, you don't have to pay taxes on it yet, because in the state of New York, Dogecoin is not a taxable income. That any crypto. Well, any crypto is not. Yeah. That's the whole thing is that it's decentralized. No, all, all the way. Yeah, well, that'll be nice. I mean, I, I see a lot of sell-off because of Biden's tax proposal that a lot of people are selling off because they are trying to regulate it. They are trying to, you know, collect some money off the back end of it. But hey, you know, what else is what? When else can the government fuck you with the long dick when of the law? He signed, when he signed the Paris Accord climate to go back in, I sold all my fucking stocks to Sunoco because Sunoco was going up. Mm -hmm. NASCAR season was starting. Fucking that. When I still have when a shitload of Sunoco. Hits, when Sunoco hits NASCAR season, fucking Sunoco stock is up. When NASCAR's over, it's down. So the time to buy is in the media area. It's kind of like sports. You know, like when the season's over, you got the draft period, and then after that, you got your spring training. It's the same thing with NASCAR. NASCAR runs about four, five, six, seven months, whatever it is, and then they have their off season. It's with Sunoco. Sunoco is the official fuel of NASCAR. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I've always been Sunoco with Shell and Sunoco. makes the most money when the NASCAR races are going on because these racetracks are buying their fuel. Yeah. Makes sense. I've, I've always been heavy in gas anyway because it's still a huge commodity. As much as we want to try to shift away and make the world, you know, more carbon-friendly footprint, 
little bit of less pollution in the world, there's no way that we can entirely switch to electric and, and change our entire power grid that quick. So, I mean, I see it being around for a majority of our lifetimes. Well, the majority of our lifetime, I see um, GM is proposing that they'll have a fully electric car, fully electric by 2033. Uh, that, I feel like, is totally out of the ballpark. Uh China has right now the technology to create a all-electric car, and they're looking to sell them for $10,000 a pop. I see the EV, the, the EV stock or whatever it was called. The new Hummer. Here's the problem. Um, it's still a hybrid. Unfortunately, there's still an engine in there. Hmm. Not it's not all deal. electric, you know. We we are moving towards that way. I just feel like a lot more is, has is a lot a lot more room for error with electric. No, the main problem is is that if you're gonna do electric, you don't need an engine. It has to be powered off a battery. GM right now has the patent for the twenty four eighty something battery that holds about fifteen hours of a charge. Tesla's has the one has a better one, but only holds about 19 hours of charge. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why the Tesla cars still have an engine in them. It's it it has to be you know something has to be powering it. GM has a way to get rid of the engine and have the engine in the battery alone, so it'll be four batteries. All these fucking things. They'll have solar panels on the top. You'll have to plug it in and everything, but they're gonna try to do that. <sighs> By 2033. Yeah. That's the way that they wait. need to go. A long time to wait. Though. Well, it, well, in 2024, we're going to have Trump come back and it'll put more of a process. I think so? I think so. The, yes, 100, 100%. I'm saying, have you, have you, have you heard 10%. speculation like he's going to step throw his hand, uh, uh, I watched back Hannity. in the ring? I, I watched Hannity uh, three months, three nights ago, and uh, Hannity was talking to him live in person, uh -huh. and he pretty much said that I am seriously, seriously, seriously looking into it, and this is the one thing that made me know that he's he's running. Legally, I can't talk about it. Yeah, I'm sure because they'll. If he honestly, it's better off he just stays under the radar and then just really steps his foot in because you know that if he just mentions it right now, just the speculation alone for the next three, four years, they're still going to try to keep destroying him and running him over with the same damn car that they ran him over with a thousand times over. Yeah, but here's the thing. Tarnishing his legacy, his, his reputation. I mean, it's just smart to lay low and then come back and boom, you got your fan base there. Yeah, but it, it, he, it, this is a good point. Right after the CPAC speech, Dan Bongino did his podcast, and the first words out of his mouth was, you're white hot right now. You should have fucking admitted that you're going to run for president now. You would have gotten the ball rolling, which would have made more people go out and vote in the next midterm elections, change their state's legislatures to more republicanism and more conservatism, and that keeps the energy moving. Now you're going to die the energy down, yeah. but thank God you're popular. So there'll still be so, so you know like you'll still have fire, but you're not as white hot as you are right now. Yeah. He said it on his podcast, if you were to announce that you were running for president right now, you would we would automatically take the house, take the Senate, and then you will have your triumphant return because we maybe maybe he's just waiting a wrong. year. Maybe he's just waiting a year for the midterm elections, 
and he's just gonna throw his hat in. Then he's just gonna let let give Biden enough rope to hang himself, and be like, "This is Bi what you chose." Biden's already hanging himself as it is. I know. Uh, I it's it's a total fucking shame on how that it's this sad man, state. Uh, on how... It's a sad state that they even let that man even try to run for president, bro. Like, well, here is my concern. Um, I mean, it's just he's not ironically. He's not there uh, listen, ironically, we're going to uh, bring the troops home. I, I'm very in favor of bringing the troops home. Our troops do not need to be in Iraq. We don't in, in Afghanistan. We don't need to be fucking over there. Leave them alone. We shouldn't be dealing with the Ukraine like we are right now because Joe Biden's got to think he's got to set, and he doesn't. Reason why that Putin didn't sit there and start shit with Trump was because, yes, yes, 60 days into Trump's presidency, he fucking carpet bombed Syria. He was teaching, he was telling Putin, don't fuck with us, and I'm going to fucking come after you if you got a problem with that. That's why we, that's why that Putin didn't do anything. That was a warning also sent to China. That's why that President Xi Jinping didn't do anything. And that's another reason why that fucking um, Russia, China, and uh, the entire Middle East, there's pretty much a ceasefire after he carpet bombed them 59 times. Uh, so, and even Kim Jong Un, uh, the uh, the biggest thing that Obama told him that the biggest threat to the United States was North Korea. At the time, North Korea was a major fucking threat. Uh -huh. He goes to North Korea. It's all fucking handshakes, this, that, and the other thing. Everything was quiet. North Korea stopped because you want to know why he actually was able to talk to somebody. Somebody actually came over there instead of saying that, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. We, you know, we're going to go to war with this little piss ant country, this, that and everything. North Korea is not a piss ant country. They own a little bit of the Koreas, but the, the, it, they are very unstable. They're unstable. So when Trump went over there, everything stopped. Because you know why? The, the the way to North Korea, for some odd reason, is the celebrity power. Yeah. Dennis Rodman, wrestling in the 70s over there, wrestling in the 80s. Uh, it, the celebrity wrestling. power. Sports. Celebrity That's power, yes. Re it's, uh, it, the celebrities were able to get into North Korea. Pretty much, I you know, it, it, it was the WCW match. A show where they went to North Korea in the 70s and then they never came back. That was kind of like the first chance that the United States got to see what, you know, North Korea looks like and everything. And then nobody really knew anything until Dennis Rodman went over there. Mm -hmm. Dennis Rodman's been in North Korea since the early 2000s. Yeah. He's been coming back and forth in the United States, back Good and buddies. forth, back and forth. Technically, he, he, technically he should be an ambassador. To North Korea because he hangs out with Kim Jong Un. He's one of Kim Jong Un's good friends. Yeah, yeah. So in, a lot of in, in my eyes, if, well, no, hold on. At least in my eyes, you actually have a person who can communicate with him. Yeah, as opposed to constant because, like hatred or belittling another exactly, nation. Exactly, exactly, because they got the 10, 15 years of friendship there. So you make him an ambassador to North Korea. Yeah, there might be a couple of things they might not get along with, but it's the fact that the friendship is still there. I really don't think their friendship would go over over politics. Mm -hmm. 
I think that Kim Jong-un would be like, okay, yeah, no, I could do this differently, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to change this, but I'll do this differently. But you have a negotiator in there. Yeah, exactly. But pretty much he's the ambassador. But that's what enabled Trump to go over there. As soon as Trump said that, you know, you know, Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself and his regime. Two months later, shaking his hand on live television. I was in motherfucking Denny's when he was shaking the guy's hand. It was broadcasted on the news. I'm sitting at Denny's, and I stood up, and I went, yeah! It was like, first guy ever to do it! <laughs> That's your boy, bro. That's your man's. He is. He <laughs> Trump reignited the patriotism in a lot of people in order to believe in themselves and in their country. Yeah, so true, yeah. it, 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 yeah. Americanism I was, comes it's, to it's, all it's Americans. It's funny. Cause I was in Florida and I had this dude from, I think he was from Brooklyn Bushwick, like pull me aside. Cause he, I guess he heard I rapped or whatever. And we were talking for a minute. He's like, let me ask you something. Who'd you vote for? And I was just like, I didn't vote. <laughs> This is like a taboo of the old days before we used to talk about religion, before we used to talk about politics. You always kept that shit to yourself. Your parents went out and voted. It didn't matter if they voted left or right. Nobody talked about it. You didn't come home and preach religion to another family at their dinner table or whatever. You would keep it in, in under your household. He told me and he said, I'm going to tell you why Trump was the man. I was like shocked. I was like, okay. And he goes, because he was the first one that wasn't a politician. And I knew right off the jump. I was like, I've always said that too. But, you know, we, we talked and I didn't think he'd be a Trump supporter, but he went on for a little while about why he supported Trump, gave me a bunch of reasons. I was like, that's cool. But uh, when you're not in that political circle, when you're not a part of their clique, they want nothing to do with you. They want you out of there. It's not in their best interest to keep an outsider in there. It's like the NWO, bro, invading WCW. We want you out of here, but they're trying to take over, man. Yep. You know, they, they want they want the power that be. Um, speaking of NWO, they're also hint, hint inductees as a collective. Yes. And it's very, and it's very sad. You know, that Kevin Nash has not been inducted by himself. So mad about that, bro. Like I was wondering about it. I'm like, I like how they slickly inducted them all together, but they haven't all been inducted individually. They should have had them all in- inducted individually first and then as the NWO, like use yep. the NWO as like a last resort, but maybe they're, they're flip-flopping it and they're doing the NWO Hulk now. Hogan and Scott and then, Hall got to go in by themselves but I'm first saying before now, they went in with the NWO. Yeah, but now, th- now they, might, they might be Nash saving can. it. Yeah, well, they might be just saving Nash and Pac for, for a different occasion. Well, X-Pac's not going to go in. and Sean Waltman's not going to go into so? the Hall of Fame as a... No, no. Um, Bro, they had fucking William I, Shatner. I, I, like, fuck, he went I to a WrestleMania he, like 30 I, years ago. He said it He said it at the speech when uh, because he was inducted with the NWO. Uh, he said it in his speech. He said, "I rather, I, 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 I believe I'm correct on this." He said, "I'd rather be inducted as with, uh, with the tag teams that I were with, and not as a single star because my singles career really wasn't that good." Yeah, yeah he, he was a always a tag team wins. guy. I got a couple of good wins, 
but as it, but being part of tag teams and factions, I did much better. Hold and, up, bro. One second. Stay right there. <coughs> Whenever you're ready. Thanks. I'm 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 good to go. I'm always yeah. good to go. So yeah, X Pac with his singles career and shit. He yeah. never really wanted to, you know, be remembered as a as a singles career wrestler. He's better in the tag team division, and he was first inducted with DX. X. Oh, with DX. Yeah, you're right. Degeneration X yeah. was definitely inducted way before the NWO. Um, I, I would like to see him and Kane inducted together. That would be cool since we're talking tag teams inductions, and Kane just got inducted as well. He got inducted that night. Yeah. Um, it, it that's a little. Difficult for me. Um, that what, was a good tag team. Oh. Uh, Kane and X Pac. Mm-hmm. That's a little difficult for me. Their tag team run didn't last as as long as we thought it was going. I just last. like I like the whole rivalry with the Tory shit. Like to me, that's like shit I'll never forget. I think Kane should have been inducted with DX. That would have been cool too. Because he but, was with DX during that small period. He definitely of time. had a, uh, but he definitely had a bigger solo career run than a tag team, aside from oh, Brothers 100%. of Destruction. You know, like his storyline, the leader shit. Yeah, it was always he was dope. I was just reading his book actually yesterday, and the chap. I just got past chapter five, Brothers of Destruction. And I just got on to chapter six. But another day, another time. I'll pick up where I left off on that book eventually. It's autographed by him, by the way, from Barnes and Nobles. Get your Barnes and Mayor Kane book today. But yo, let's jump Mayor into Kane. this, bro, because we got WrestleMania 37. Uh, I, I, my prediction yes. to win ratio on this was pretty good, bro. I predicted five for seven on night one. <laughs> I was right. Um, I'll tell you as we go down the match that, card, I'll tell you which ones I, I predicted that uh, that I thought we were going to win and they I was totally wrong. Well, you know Vince opened up with his this classic This was a weird WrestleMania. It it kind of really was, bro. It was definitely strange. The first WrestleMania since the pandemic, 25,000 fans. So, you know, brings me to my days. next thing. This is the first WrestleMania I think in the past like 25 years that I've watched WrestleMania. <laughs> That they did not mention, we have a record-breaking audience here in the Superdome with twenty-five thousand. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, it's whatever. fucking raining. Yeah, they had the rain post. They had to postpone the show in the beginning. Raining, Tampa Bay capital. Fucking meanwhile, Samoa Joe sitting out there in a poncho and a smile on his face live on television. And the next night, they fucking release him. So you know, Vince. Like, yeah, Vince. Really? Really? I didn't yeah, know that. They released him the next day. That must have been his the farewell. Next day, the dude stood outside for you guys and gave you guys a great commentary. I was wondering why he was even on commentary. Smiling. I was wondering um, why he was even on commentary. He, uh, he, uh, he was gonna do the CM Punk thing. Where, you know, CM Punk got injured, and then, you know, it was that one thing, you know, with John Cena and the Diet Coke, and then two months later, he came back as the leader of the new Nexus and everything. Okay. That's exactly what they were going to do. They were going to do the Samoa Joe as the commentator, and then, and then you know, and, you know, like he was going to start saying bad things about one wrestler, and, on you know, like, oh, well, if I was wrestling, you know, I, you know like I could beat him and Talking everything, and shit. then, you know. Yeah, and then, you know, like a couple weeks later, the news gets to that wrestler. And then, you know, in the middle of the match, he just turns around, just bitch slaps Samoa Joe, gets in the ring, finishes the match. And then, you know, Samoa Joe runs in there and hits the muscle buster on the damn guy or puts him in the Kokina clutch. <laughs> Kokina clutch. And, Kokina, Kokina. And then, you know, Kokina clutch. And, you know, that, 
and then that sets up a pay-per-view match three weeks down the line. Well, I mean, Vince opened up, obviously, his classic WrestleMania. You know, he waited his fucking whole fucking year to do that shit. He couldn't wait to have people back, even though he took advantage of the Hollywood mm. cinematics last WrestleMania and throughout the year without an actual audience. It was easier to pull along the kayfabe and kind of bullshit the people a little uh, bit with Hollywood theatrics. It was so much theatrics. easier to put the kayfabe on. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um... I know a lot of people might hate, hate hate me for saying this. I like the cinematic wrestling. I, I did too. I enjoyed it, uh, but nothing beats nothing beats in person wrestling though. Better. Like nothing beats in person oh, wrestling no. when you go to an event. So I mean, it sucks for the people who actually wanted to go or could have bought tickets. John Cena versus Bray Wyatt last year was done perfectly. It was. That was done perfectly. Yeah, with the NWO and even the Taker, bro. Yeah. The Taker ma- match was one of AJ my favorite Styles Taker matches and, of all time. And, 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 and like, I honest, I mean, personally, I thought AJ Styles was going to win. I I didn't I, know. I, I, I really hope not. I honestly thought Taker was not going to win. Yeah. I honestly Rest thought that Taker was going to actually hang it up for real. And, you know, the well, phenomenal one have. versus the phenom. And technically, right now, AJ Styles is the you know is today's Shawn Michaels, the best in the ring, the best at whatever he does, and he's just on fire. He's on point. I think he know? was great, but I mean, uh, let's get let's get into it because we got a lot. This is WrestleMania we got to cover. So I mean, BB Rexa opens with the Star Spangled Banner. The intro video gave me chills just knowing like the the hyping up. Show opens. I had a little rain. Boo hoo. The show must go on, as Vincent Kennedy McMahon says. Uh, all the pre show shit talking. Uh, first match we're opening up with. I predicted it was going to be Drew. It was the opening match with Lashley versus McIntyre. New era setting off with a bang. Um, growing up, it was always WWE then world or world then wwe the championships changed so many times you know like the world championship the wwe championship yeah yeah um i'm not gonna lie hogan looked old as fuck now booed him. i mean booed like him. i'm talking like nature boy old bro i mean those roids must take a toll in the old age um, well, hold on, hold on. All you also got to remember, Hulk Hogan lives in Florida. That's and him. He's constantly the in the sun. Of course, that bald head of his. He's and he's constantly trying to keep the fucking muscles. So he's constantly working out. You got to remember, he's got back surgeries. The guy's seventy years old. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I said he looked nature boy old because Rick has been looking old for like the past twenty years, but he's been wrestling. <laughs> You want to know what's funny? When Rick was done wrestling in TNA, that was like 2014. Yeah. He still looked pretty good, you know? Like I'm talking like when even he when he was in Evolution, though, with Batista, like when he was like Orton, Batista, Triple H, like Ric Flair was like that odd man out, like the old man just like. No, 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 no. Um, That's how I felt. If you look at it, if it, actually, if you look at it, like Rick pair, pair him with Batista 50s? so he looks good. I know, but it was just super old for me being like an 11, 12-year-old, 13-year-old fan. You know? Understandable, but looking at it, Ric Flair pretty much laid the pathway for a lot of people to be like, you know, like you can go past a certain age. Uh-huh. Just keep up what you're doing. Stay, you know, in his case, you know, keep drinking, keep drinking until you get liver problems until you're in your 70s. Yeah. But, you know... um, the way he was able to keep his body in almost like prime condition 
all the way up into his late 60s. Just the fact that he was wrestling impressive. that, yeah, the fact that he was wrestling that, I'm not taking anything away from the guy. The guy is great. The guy's a legend. I'm just saying he looked old, you know, like. Terry Funk's another one. Terry, you know, like Terry Funk looks like your grandfather that you take the bingo every fucking week. Yeah, still out but, there. And he's still out there fucking jumping off a ladder. That's a crazy son of a bitch, though, bro. That's a that's a that's a man of his different element. That's a different <laughs> element right there in a, in a hole, bro. But, that um, is a total different element. I mean, I mean. Oh, I, and my, I'm I'm sorry for anybody in the camera if if my eyes aren't open. I'm high as shit. Ah, uh, yeah, the hashish over in India got me good. Fucking yo, so I, in my opinion, I think Drew deserved to win this match to feel that actual real WrestleMania electricity. Since last year, he didn't get to go into the audience. I mean, get to perform in front of the audience. <laughs> It, he should have, um, yes. It was a hurt lock for the win. So Bobby won it. I lost that uh, prediction. It was an intense Bobby match. Bobby deserved to win. He I was not expecting because, that outcome. Because he, he, the night after, he had the match against Matt Riddle. And it's a buildup to face Brock Lesnar. Yeah, two biggest guys. That was the main reason why Bobby Lashley signed with the WWE back a few years ago. He was promised that he will get a championship title match against Brock Lesnar because he, he he wanted to fight Lesnar in UFC. He, Bobby Lashley couldn't get as far in the U, uh, in MMA. I didn't even know he did MMA. Even though his record was good. Yeah, he had a pretty good record. Yeah. He uh, he was Anderson Silva's personal trainer from 2007 to 2009. I saw Batista did one, right? Didn't he do one? Lost. Batista did a uh, strike force for like a couple of years. Yeah. Not a not a good record. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. It's it's a different it's but a different world, Bobby bro. Bobby Lashley is also a Golden Gloves in the uh a Golden Gloves in the Army. Yeah, I didn't know that. So um he so he had his MMA debut. He had a lot of good fights. He uh, he was pretty much almost undefeated for a while. Um okay, then he went to TNA show. wrestling. While he was doing TNA wrestling, he was the TNA World Heavyweight Champion and the Impact Champion. And then at the same time, he was the I believe he was in Strike Force at that point and, and I think he was the Strike Force Heavyweight Champion. All and right. he was bringing the title belt over to TNA because of the cross promotional thing. Ah. Which is why that when Lesnar fought Michael Hunt, I can't say Mike. Why? Slash Hunt. Oh. Because it sounds like Mike Hunt. <laughs> Mike Hunt was uh, uh, Mike Hunt. a great uh, great fighter in his day. Let me tell you that uh, bitch yeah, put up a hell of a fight. A referee. <laughs> um when uh, when Brock Lesnar fought Mike Hunt out, um, at that UFC pay-per-view, he didn't come out to his UFC theme. He came out to his Lesnar theme from WWE, ah. which fit his character so much better going into the ring in, in UFC. When when I when, when I saw that fight and he came out, he was doing the Lesnar thing, walking down to his WWE theme. I was like, I was like, how come UFC couldn't get this theme in the beginning? Is like, I honestly think Lesnar would have been more popular in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you hear that shit hit, like, oh shit, Brock yeah. Lesnar's here. Yeah, yeah. The night after WrestleMania. I mean, WWE um, made him a superstar, bro. The song goes with it. When John Cena you know? lost to The Rock, I was at I was at Carvano's house, was watching it. 
news reports came around right in the middle of the John Cena Rock match that Brock Lesnar, in the middle of their match, Wrestling Insider and Dave Meltzer reported Brock Lesnar just signed with the WWE in the middle of John Cena's match against The Rock. The first one. Yeah. That's why if go rewatch that match. In the middle of the match, people start chanting, we want Brock. We want Brock. People thought Brock Lesnar was going to come out and F5 John Cena at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. No, that was the next night. Everybody was waiting in the beginning of, the, of Raw. You saw signs everywhere. Lesnar's back. Lesnar's back. And then Lesnar comes out while John Cena, you know, was in the ring. I just watched that recently, actually. Gave him the F One, you know, um, you know, uh, call the rock down, you know, good match, everything, you know, shake the hand, you know, 24 hours, uh, boo-hoo, Super Cena will come back for it and, you know, sh- shake the hand. And Lesnar comes out and that fives him and fucking as soon as Lesnar, it went, when, it, when Lesnar's theme hit, the original theme, people were like, holy shit! Like, I even lost my mind because I watched it on television. I lost my mind. 11 o'clock at night, I was screaming. I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's insane. He's a good entertainer, Lesnar. But, I mean, he's just a boring champ in my eyes. He entertains a lot of people. He's just not my cup of tea. Lesnar is my – I liked him back in the day. You see – people people are wondering wondering why – WWE almost made a billion dollars in profit this year. Because of Brock. Overseas. Money. Overseas. Yeah, money. Money, 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 money. They love Brock. But um, yeah, Bobby Lashley. Uh Bobby, I I, I had Bobby Lashley down for the win on this one. All right. I'm going uh... to be honest. Um, I like Drew. I like the gimmick. Uh, Drew comes off as an awesome person. Um, liked him when he was uh, when he came into the WWE in 2008 as the uh, as, as the chosen one gimmick. Yeah. Uh, that was great. That was a great gimmick. I honestly thought that gimmick would have made him world heavyweight champion. Speaking of gimmicks, I'm gonna bring it up right now that the NWO was backstage, the black and white, and Bailey came up. And Bailey is super corny now, in my opinion. Like it's like the the most hated person. I mean, I no, miss her hug days. Um, I miss her hug days. That's how corny it is to me now. Playing, no, she's playing the female Christian from 2011 when he won the world title, and then two nights later, Randy Orton beats him, and then it's the constant three months of one more match, one more no, match. No, I'm That's thinking what she's doing. I'm thinking because that, she wasn't at WrestleMania, she didn't have a match. She reminds and me right now, now, bro. She reminds me right now of a rights to censor like Stephen Richards type character mixed with that teacher or that tax guy, whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah. That annoying, IRS. yeah, IRS, whatever, like that. That's what the vibe I'm getting from her, and I'm not Bray fucking Wyatt's with it. Father. <laughs> Bray uh, Wyatt and Bo Dallas's father. Next, next thing we are they brothers? Yeah, Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt are brothers, 112. percent Really? Ah. Yep. Next, next match is, is an elimination. IRS. IRS is their dad. Yes. What? Yep. Go Ooh. look it up. I didn't know. Um, yo, but next match, I, I didn't really have a prediction for this one, so I crossed it out because I wasn't really sure at first. It was Naomi and Lana versus Billy Kay and Carmella. I must have like walked away for a minute and missed the part where it was an elimination match. But um, this was the tag team You're thrown doing, together. Hey, hold on. 
We're doing night one, correct? Yeah, Billy Kay and Carmella was a tag team thrown together, Michael Cole said. So usually those don't last, but they wound up taking out whoever it was, Naomi and Lana. Then I think they, uh, Ruby Riot came out with, um, the with Liv. Squad. And they were like, Ruby was the Joker, and Liv was that sexy Harley look, as always. That crazy shit she pulls off. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Knocked off Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Uh, it was funny. I mean, not funny, but Mandy Rose slipped coming down the ramp. I guess the ramp was wet from the rain. It was raining. Yeah, she slipped, and raining. then she just caught herself like nothing happened. Yeah. Brings me later on. Randy Orton was like walking down to the ring and like he checked. He like he, made sure. He was like, is it wet? Imitates it. Yeah, well, he was like, this is veteran shit. I know. I've been here before. You know, like, oh, oh. He's being a dick. I know. But uh, I wanted for sure Ruby and Liv to win. I uh, love you, Randy. Randy, Randy, yeah, don't get mad. I, I love you. I love you, buddy. He is great. He is great. <laughs> you can be a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. That's the whole, that's the whole purpose, you know, um, of Randy Orton. Uh, you can be a dick. He's, he's the youngest. He was the youngest world heavyweight champion. There until, are videos uh, from 2005. Who came along and beat his record. Walking outside. Dude, dude, there are videos of him from 2005 and six of him walking into this, walking into these arenas with fans and everything. He walks inside and he comes back out five minutes later asking people, has anybody got any weed or cigarettes? Yeah. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You can go look for it I'm yourself. Sure. Yeah. He's probably a cool ass motherfucker, bro. He's, he's just chill. He's laid back. He doesn't need to be the face of the company, but he's got enough pull in the, he is in the, the industry. Face of the company. But I'm saying he's got enough pull in the industry that he's, he's like one of the top guys. He always has been, always will be. That's why he was under Triple H from the very beginning, riding that evolution wave. Next gen, bro. If I remember correctly, I think in like 07, 08, when he won his first uh, WWE title, I think his first, con I, I think his contract was coming to an end. I think he signed like a contract to like 2025. In 04? At that point. Oh, no, around like, no, not the world title, the WWE oh, title, WWE where title. he was facing Shawn Michaels after he beat Triple H or John Cena for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he signed like a big time contract because Vince did not want him to leave because the, he was very talented. I believe the contract was like 2025 and it was like probably a ridiculous odd amount of number a year. Like here, you want $10 million a year to wrestle? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, you know, in today's time, 15, 15 million. A year. Yeah. You know, like there is competition but WWE does say that AEW is not competition. Yeah. It, to me, to me um that's like saying um TNA is uh competition. Um TNA is con it, TNA would be in competition with AEW. I, I think it's just all to fit each other's needs, bro. Like I mean each each brand to each their own. Like whatever interests you, whichever story intrigues you the most, you're going to tune into that show. I mean, you want to know what turned me off of AEW huh. after a year? What? The Big Show. Really? I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think so. I was hyped for it, and then because they were like, "He's next week. week later, he's coming and announcing." I was like, "What?" Because then a week later, Christian debuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want? And you want to know what's fucked up? I knew it was Christian, even though they made it a big hush hush. I knew it was Christian because when his theme music hit, I was like, that's, I was like, that's Christian's TNA theme song and fucking Christian walks out. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I like the TNA theme redone. I like the, if you close your eyes, your light will make it truth revealed or whatever. I missed that. That blonde one, but that was my favorite one. 
But here's the thing. Uh, WWE didn't want to pay. Now, hold on. AEW didn't want to pay to have the song. No, 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 no. In 2004, WWE did not want to pay Evanescence, the Christian's 04 to 2012-13 theme song, is based off a Evan Essence song. Uh-huh. When he went to TNA, TNA got the rights to buy My Last Breath and just used an instrumental version of it for Christian's TNA theme. Uh-huh. That's what it is. T- Christian's actual TNA theme is a remix version of My Last Breath from Evanescence. Yeah, yeah. And, the, right. and you want to know why he chose Evanescence? Huh. They're both Canadian. They're oh, both yeah. Canadian. I like Evanescence, bro. That song, Wake Me They're Up, Wake Ontario. Me Up Inside, Can't yeah. Wake Up. Remind me of the Daredevil movie. That's, when, that's where like, that song was popping, 03, 04. Junior High. Junior High. So next up, next up, bro, we're moving on to uh, Seth Rollins. Ver- yeah, Seth Rollins. That's how high I am. I've been rolling too much. Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Right, Fred Durst, calm down. I uh, I predicted Cesaro, and the reason why is because they had that little thing like the Cesaro. Uh, I picked him because of Seth's commercial slandering him. Like it was kind of like a political commercial, and I think Cesaro deserved it, having a ten year career. Like this is his final, so- like not final, but like this is his first solo moment finally. So he's always been tag team Sheamus or tag team that the bar. Well- and- well, let's put it like this. Seth Rollins over the past four years at WrestleMania has gotten very lucky. He got to be Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I was there the night after. I was there the night after. I celebrated like a motherfucker. I had a buck. I was there. I was there in 2018, summer, the night after SummerSlam at the Barclays Center. Yeah. Electric. Electric. As soon as Roman Reigns stepped out, we had the entire building a fucking in my lifetime bro i was part of the booing i was WrestleMania where they had it at Met stadium and then they came back to the barclays the next night i was there for that that was electric i was there at the ending of the night where the um the ending of the night where elias is sitting there and he's and, he, and he's just sitting in the spotlight and then he goes, and if anybody interrupts me, there'll be a dead man. And then the gong hit, and I got fucking goosebumps up and down oh. my fucking spine. And I was like, oh, my God, the fucking Undertaker came out. Uh. I got to wit- I, I got to be there. I got to witness a real Undertaker entrance in real life. Oh, I did, too. And that's what the way- back in the day, though. No. Smackdown. You experience it today. It's a lot. It's it. it it's a lot more bone chilling. I don't know. Mine, like, mine the- was like circa Eddie Guerrero. Like he, Eddie Guerrero was chilling on the ropes, like with his legs up and Taker came out. And that to me was like fucking legendary. Mine was just recently watching it on TV the entire time. You get those goosebumps when he's walking down the TV. Uh-uh. It ain't the same feeling when you're in person. No, no. Nah, it's not. When he, I'll be honest. When that when that glass breaks and Stone Cold no, comes no, 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 out no. <laughs> in person. No, no. When you're in the building, the air conditioning's on. It's a decent temperature. No joke. When the Undertaker came out, chills. 
it was ice fucking cold. It got cold in the arena to where that everybody was, you know, like I, I got goosebumps that ran up my back, ran down my, ran up and down my back and freaked me the fuck out because that's, I, I it's, 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 it's like even like this is like, look, like, look at the goosebumps. It's like fucking talking about it. I was there. It's real, bro. I mean, like when, there's nothing, there's nothing that will ever be a real live in-person event. Whether you're at a, whether you're, even if it's a house show, I don't care. It's not a live television show. Just the when the music hits and your a house show is even out. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It don't matter. It's live. You're house shows there. are ten times better as you know. As much as WWE yeah. charges way too much for a house show, I only went to the house shows once, are actually a lot better because you get away because it's not all storylines. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did a house show for the 25th anniversary. It was like the Saturday or the Sunday of the raw 25th anniversary, and then like. They were celebrating 25 years that night. Kane came out. Braun Strowman put him through a fucking table, you know? Like, it was fun as hell just to be there. But just to see Kane come out, it was insane, but it was not cool because I'm used to seeing Kane come out in person with real pyros, not just screens lit up with fake flames. Like, when they explode and then, like, you're in the actual arena, it's like, whoa. But, like, when it's just, like, boom, and it's, like, fake flames on the TV, you're like, yeah, it's cool. But the real flames would have been that much better. But um, hey, hey, thank God WWE learned from their mistakes. They brought the pyro back. Well, yeah, I I hope so. But I hope it's at every show too, house shows too, not just on live TV. But I get it; it's unsafe. But that just adds so much aesthetic to the show. No, it's 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 not that. It's not that. uh, The reason why they stopped doing it was because it was just too much money. Oh, get the fuck out of here. But I'm guessing they might have gotten a good deal with a good company, and that company's doing all the rigging and doing everything well, themselves. So WWE doesn't the ro- have to worry you about guys it. You don't got to have these guys on the road 300 fucking days a year doing five shows a week. Save the fucking pyro for the live TV shows. Do a couple house shows, you know, like. Anyway, I mean, it's, it's two insane performers. I got to go to the bathroom. All right. I'll wait for you. These two people, man. We got we got a lot of stuff to cover here. This is WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Vincent Kennedy McMahon would love to proclaim for the rest of eternity. It, it, it just wouldn't be the same if it was anybody else. It's Vince's creation. He's got to come out with that keynote opening catchphrase that he loves so much. Anyway, you could take this time to check out our sponsors in the link below. We have Poddex. We have Dr. Squatch Soap. And we also have the Cut Buddy, which I usually use to get these fresh lines, but I haven't shaved in a while, so we'll get back to that next show. You know what I'm saying? He is back. And 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 plus also um, for any of your COVID nineteen vaccines uh, questions inquiries anything about the coronavirus nineteen virus please go to louderwithcrowder.com for all the full facts and for everything that's going on in India right now with the coronavirus spread we are very sorry here in America and our president. Oh, you know, you know the thing. He doesn't give a shit about you. Okay. 
It is very sad that over a thousand fucking people in India are being cremated as we speak right now because of the coronavirus surge over there. So to our fans in India, you're in our hearts. Stay healthy, do what you need to do, and don't watch your country's news. Watch another reputable news channel that's going to tell you the real facts because a lot of people are trying to lock you down. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the and this virus is something to worry about. It tech only, for, in my view, only for the elderly and certain people that are within our age group that have certain ailments that could cause to give you the coronavirus. Go get a vaccine. Uh, not me. I'm uh. not saying I'm anti-vax. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm anti-vax, but I'm not getting the vaccine. Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. But um, that's, that's, I'm 30 years old. As fat as I look, I'm I'm, I'm actually totally healthy. I, I, I would totally, so there's no reason for me to get it. I would totally do it if I'm guaranteed free medical for life. Until then, have a nice day. I'm uh, not being nobody's guinea pig. So, uh, but let's get back to this. Let's finish off this one. It's two insane. There you go. Make that plug. Uh, yo, two insane performers though. Seth and Cesaro was a pretty dope match. It was twenty three swings, bro. The man who never tired. I know the record, a he, record. He did it. He did a fucking helicopter spin. Then he did twenty three, and I'm just like, damn, bro. This guy never fucking gets tired. Uh, like dizzy. Like that was crazy. But um, next up, bro, we got your boys. We got New Day versus AJ Styles and Amos. New. Day rocks. I predicted. New I'm not gonna rocks. lie. I definitely predicted. I thought AJ New Day was gonna win. Nah, I, I had Amos because I was like this big giant at his first match. They've been hyping him up for so long. So Xavier and Kofi with Big E. Um, fucking Kofi was like twerking to the trumpet. New Day rocks. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, like, uh, no, he was like literally twerking uh, his ass, bro. It was just like. What the fuck, man? I wanted AJ to just kick him like right where the sun don't shine. Kofi's awesome. I know, Kof- but I just I just wanted AJ. AJ, awesome. AJ backed up like what the fuck? I was like, I just wanted him to go, yeah, fuck you, and just kick him in the ass, bro. Kofi has been in the WWE since two thousand and seven. Kofi's performer. awesome. Leave him alone. Him. There's nothing against him. <laughs> I, I know the new day is great, bro. Him and Xavier Woods um, make a great fucking tag team. Yeah. I am so I mean, glad. Xavier Woods. I am so page, glad bro. that Xavier Woods. I am so glad that Austin Creed was able to get away from TNA and come to fucking WWE because Austin Creed is an awesome fucking guy. He is funny. He used to be Apollo Creed. Yeah, Apollo Creed. In fucking right. that was TNA. In, in, uh, and TNA and uh, no consequences creed he used to be consequences creed came out in the fucking rocky style fucking apollo fucking style, you know boxing gimmick and everything really? and then he came to T- uh, yeah you can look him up consequences uh, uh, yeah. creed i never really watched him. he used to be in a really tag wa- team i never really with watched lethal well i never really watched tna that's the whole thing i was never a TNA. oh back then dude back then tna was great that's the reason why we have aj styles yeah, no, I know. Well, I saw AJ at a uh, Ring of Honor at Sports Plus back in the day, and I saw Samoa Joe there also. And I saw AJ put somebody through a table with Styles Clash off like the second rope. Fucking insane shit. AJ was the reason. Uh, AJ, Samoa Joe, unfortunately, Kevin Nash, uh, 
Jeff Jarrett, even though he bought the company, um, they all turned TNA into a big thing. And uh, Angle was there, Flair was there, Sting was there. I no, mean, I no, but this this is more towards AJ. Um, AJ was probably the best talent in TNA back then. But TNA was a lot better back then. Consequences Creed. He was awesome. He uh, he became X Division champion, I think, for like eight months, and he lost the belt. Then uh, and then he was in a tag team with Jay Lethal at the time when Jay Lethal was going, oh yeah, you know we're gonna Doing go in the there, and I'm 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 the Black Machismo, yeah. They, they, Kevin Nash tried to get the most out of everybody in the, in the X division. So he made, so Jay lethal came up with the guy who impersonates gimmicks and yeah. he pulled off the black machismo, the, the, uh, the fucking macho man. I remember him doing flair too. It was like, Oh yeah, look at this. Miss Carla over here. She's looking fine. And everything is looking so man. Oh, I'm freaking out. It, he, he, Jay Lethal as the Black <laughs> Machismo was great. They were TNA Tag Team Champions for like six months. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Austin's uh, contract ended with TNA, and then he went to WWE, went to NXT. Then he was the uh, part of the NXT Tag Team Champions with uh, Brad Maddox. All right. Then the sex tape came out with Paige. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. My man. My man. Lucky hitting that ass. Oh, yeah. Paid daddy, bro. I love, I love that. Like she, like I'm gonna get me a John Deere and I'm gonna plow that ass. <laughs> yo, yo. That she, that's what the boys up by you be saying. Like I'm gonna go get a John Deere and I'm a forty and then I'm gonna plow that ass. Funny, my I'm na- a crack dealer with a heart of gold. My neighbor got a John Deere. He's trying to get fixed. I was like, I thought those things never break, bro. They don't, but it really depends on how hard you push it. I guess so. But uh, anyway, yeah, aside from that, like, whole twerking with the trumpet, I mean, they said it was a handicap-style match versus AJ, AJ, and in my opinion, it looked like a handicap-style, but like a tornado handicap where both guys are just in beating the shaddy at the same time. Um, until Amos got in, then it was like a legit handicap match. Like, they couldn't touch that guy. It was pretty cool seeing him. Like just being this next big giant in WWE, like a, like a squash match, and then uh, I'm really glad. I'm really glad they didn't Nathan Jones him. Well, we got two new tag team champions now because of him. I'd say that's well, a hell of a debut, if you ask me. WrestleMania. Yeah, well, title. they took the formula that they did with Nathan Jones when they put him with the Undertaker against Albert and um and Big Show at WrestleMania 19. Remember, it ended up becoming Undertaker versus. Show and Albert. Mm-hmm. Then Nathan Jones at the last second comes in with a big boot, and then the Undertaker choke slams Albert and the Big Show, and then he pins the Big Show one, two, three. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be a tag team match, but Nathan Jones was so bad he couldn't wrestle. Yeah, yeah. So they just so they made it a handicap I think match. He went to like acting shortly after mm-hmm. he was in a movie or two. And that was like then he, yeah, uh, he moved to Australia, was in a couple of movies, then he got arrested for bar fights. Big motherfucker, too. Kind of like, um, what's his face? Um, I was just watching the uh, Insane Clown Posse fucking uh, YouTube shoot the other day. I'm trying to remember the name of the guy. Um, Tank Abbott. 
Nathan Jones and Tank Abbott. You get them into a fucking bar, man. They'll fucking bar fight people for real. Oh, yeah. Tank Abbott. I remember that dude. Tank Abbott MMA used to dude. be a professional bar fighter. Yeah, well, he used to be like a professional MMA guy, too. Like the Octagon days, WCW. Original Octagon. Not Tank like Abbott UFC. was a fucking beast, bro. You want to have somebody on your side in a bar fight? Oh, hell yeah. I want Tank Abbott. I, I think He's him, professional didn't, at didn't that. Didn't him and Scott Steiner go at it for real, though? And Steiner kicked his ass? Barely. I thought I thought that was the barely point. kicked his ass. Still kicked his ass. Still he, doesn't matter. Papa, barely oh. is barely. Ah, look at these little look at these little muscles. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. You know, moving on to one of my favorites, one of your favorites, your boy Shane O'Mac. Here comes the money. Mm-hmm. money I love money, that theme song. Money, 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 money versus Braun uh, Strowman. I love that theme song. In a steel cage match, my prediction was Braun. Obviously, being uh, it's an ambush. Obviously, Shane's made a career off of this X Punk days, etc. Coast to coast. I mean, at what fifty years old, he pulls off a coast to coast. I'm like, damn, Shane, you still doing this shit, bro? You got bigger grapefruits than your he old fell man. Fell off the cell fucking four WrestleManias ago against the Undertaker. I know. But I'm saying, like, he's got bigger grapefruits than his old man at this point growing up in the business. No, no. No, remember, during this time, during that time, Vince was in his 40s. Shane was in his 30s. And Vince was taking fucking garbage cans, ladders, fucking sledgehammers, tearing his quads. But not falls. Falls is a scary shit, bro. I don't know. I'm scared of heights. I'd rather take a steel Shane chair. Shane McMahon made a career than, out of it. Than fucking falling. I know. He made a career out of it ever since he fell off the fucking stage against Steve Blackman. The Titan Tron, yeah, with the with the kendo stick. I watched that yep. the other day. Um anyway, it was it was weird. I mean, like Braun, like Shane was gonna get away. Braun ripped the cage, pulled him through, you know, obviously destroyed him. That was cool. Threw him. That was and a then, cool and then when he when he took that like big fall from the top where Braun like slammed him down, dude, I thought like, damn, bro, Shane, you're out of your mind, man. Like Who's stupid now, Braun said. And I'm just like, eh, you know. Obviously, Shane for taking falls like that at 50-plus years old, however old he is now. Let Shane take whatever he wants. <laughs> but, um, then, then the we, guy survived the helicopter crash. Yeah, that, that's that's true. You know what I mean? That's, that's insane. Right here in the Hamptons. <laughs> Fucking motherfucker is crazy. That's for sure. I, I, I do love Shane McMahon. I always did love Shane McMahon. I remember when he came back a couple WrestleManias ago. It was like and went to SmackDown three days later. Looked like nothing happened. I, I do I do uh I do respect Shane McMahon like immensely. That that dude's one of the greats. Really sucks he's not gonna get control of the company. He'll always be there though. He's always gonna be there. There ain't no getting rid of him. Whether it's Stephanie and Triple H get it, family, family run, family billionaires for life. Um so we're gonna move on to the twenty twenty Hall of Fame class, the inductees, NWO. JBL, uh, I didn't get the third guy's name. He was like a a different wrestler. I forgot. Then we had William Shatner in the celebrity wing. Nikki and Brie Jushin Bella. Thunder Liger. Dumb. Who was it? Jushin Thunder. Jushin Thunder Liger. That was who the third one was. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know who he was, and they went over it so quick. I couldn't. The guy, write down. the fucking guy with the mask and everything. <laughs> Jushin Thunder Liger. Okay. We have um, Nikki and Brie Bella, well-deserved for the women's division. British Bulldog, Titus O'Neil with the Warrior Awards, seeing some of the things that, that they said he did. 
was pretty cool. I think that's well deserved because it's all about giving back and not almost not not so much about you know always money or being the biggest baddest face of the industry, but the things you do behind the scene really show and shape your character for who you really are as a person. So for him to get the Warrior Award, that was dope. Um, want to throw this in here? Uh, the British Bulldog uh, getting the induction. Uh, in my opinion, um, way too late to get it. Yeah, I'd say so. Mm. I could agree with that. He should have gotten it. Uh, he he should have gotten it the year he died. What year was that? But um. Uh, 2002 or one. I don't remember which one. I think he died before he died before Mr. Perfect. Uh huh. I mean, um, <laughs> but um, one one thing. But uh, main, main main reason why I bring it up is um, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Yeah. Harry Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, he is uh he is about to sign a contract with the WWE to come back. And he's going to reprise his father's role and continue on the legacy as the British Bulldog. Uh-huh. That's why that he had Matilda. All right. Yeah, I think I, I agree with that. Though. And he, he looked pretty good for his age. He looked pretty damn good for his age. Yeah. And that's because he's 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 been wrestling in Japan. Yeah. Well, you gotta stay keep that heart pumping, the blood flowing, bro. That's what keeps you alive. Um, I mean, uh. As far as the NWO goes, that's one of the only things that WCW created, even though WWE gets the credit for it now, purchasing all of the WCW's rights and shit like that. So it was cool to see them inducted, but their creation of Eric Bischoff or whoever in actuality on the WCW end. Um, Eric Bischoff didn't just start in WCW. He started in uh, AWA, thanks to Vern Gagne. Back in the early I, well, 80s. I, I, that's pretty much how Jr. started too, though. With, with Gagne, uh, Jr. was in the AWA scene, and he was also in um, Texas and stuff Smoky, like that. Smoky Mountain. No, well, Smoky Mountain, uh, Smoky Mountain, yes, because he's good friends with. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Jim. Uh, Jim Cornette. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Jim. But um. WCCW World Class Championship Wrestling, which was owned by the Von Erichs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and also, um it's st- I, I I still I still get a Cowboy thrill out Bill of Bill uh, Watts. Yeah, Cowboy Bill, Bill, Bill Watts. Watts. Yep, you're right, hundred percent. I still get a kick out of uh JR and, and Shivani. Shavone, Shavone, whatever the fuck. Commentating side by side. WWE commentator and a WCW I, commentator. I, I, I it's weird. I absolutely love it, though. It's two of the best side by side from, from two different worlds. I mean, like obviously, King being my other favorite and maybe Bobby Heenan being on the other end for WCW or, or that other guy. Uh, who was Mike Tanay. Mike Tanay, yeah. You know. Who was a TNA uh, commentator all the way up until... Um... You got me. I never watched TNA. 2013, and now Mike Tanay now works in WWE in the production, and so does Jeremy Borash, who used to be the ring announcer for TNA. Yeah. Yeah. I, because I, TNA now uses Christy Hemi really? as the ring announcer. Really? Yes, that, uh-huh. When, how's, when how's Christy Hemi left the WWE... How's she looking these days? She right? looks like a total MILF. 
Yeah, I'm sure. All of them do. All she the girls looks up. like your. She looks like the type of milf that's addicted to coke, keeps the really good body, and knows how to good knows how to have a good time. Just very energetic. She always had that though, that energy, that little spicy red. As soon as the contract was done in WWE, she went to TNA. She's been there since 2006. She always had that little ginger fire to her, that little firecracker. She's no longer a, a redhead. Yeah, whatever. She always had it, though. She's a brunette, and she looks hot she as probably, a brunette. She, she looks she hotter probably, as a brunette. She probably always was a brunette. or a, what? Nobody knew what her original hair was. I don't think that was her original red hair. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Nah, nah. Red isn't that type of red. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Even if she was red, she could have died at that red, though, you know? But anyway, my favorite match, honestly... Uh, I don't know if I have notes here anywhere else. If there was another favorite match, maybe on night two. But my favorite match, which is Booker T commentator, um, is Miz and oh, Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Bad Bunny. I'll give First Bad reaction. Bunny a lot of credit. First reaction of this match, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's stupid. I just thought stupid. Like, because <clears throat> I just, I was like, he's having a match. I was like, he's not even a wrestler. I, I said, this is just trying to be a reach now for, you know, views and likes and what can we pull in? Not going to lie, became my favorite fucking match of WrestleMania 37 unless it, I have no it, Actually, I was I was going over uh, Sports Illustrated and all these other websites before we got on. My prediction, every single website, my prediction was Every single Bunny. website said that every, – every single website said that that was probably the best match in night one. Yeah, I mean, uh, my prediction was Bad Bunny for Besides the reason that – Besides the main event. Besides the main event, this was probably the best match of the night. They're, they're giving him his By WrestleMania far. moment. And I already sense a celebrity wing Hall of Fame induction in this man's future with his accolades. From like the whole Spotify well, well, rundown they gave us of all his sales worldwide. Give and Bad Bunny a lot of credit. Like give him a lot of credit. I watched the match. He, he could take bumps. He's pretty good. And he's at a young age to where that he can do it. So he can learn it. He's at that young age. Yo, I mean, and also if you're a lifelong fan, like, like he is, that's the whole thing. You can do your rap career. You could still do a wrestling career. You know, Mm -hmm. rapping doesn't need you to sit there and all the time, unless you're touring, but WWE needs you to tour all the time. Guess what? Nobody's touring right now. Go make some money. Go fucking yeah. get on the grind and, and you know, Side you already got it. a contract. Exactly. I mean, I did I just didn't see them letting a celebrity lose, like I said, because of the the, the I thought maybe Damian Priest would carry the match, but I mean Bunny was getting put over great. Um I mean Bunny had a good night Morrison that, that, uh, on that night. Not gonna lie, Morrison. He was injured. He was injured. Uh, was injured? He's been having Morrison. Morrison. Yeah, Morrison's been was, having leg I w- issues. Wasn't even talking about his performance for the night. I'm saying Morrison looked like a B grade celebrity version of Riff Raff. <laughs> he had like well, the, the half ass mullet going on. I was like, Morrison. this guy's trying to be Riff Raff. He didn't got the million dollar no, mullet. The, Who do you think he is? The whole point. The whole point of Miz and Morrison, that is the new M&M. It's funny how it works. When he left Joey Mercury and Melina, that was the old Mm Eminem. Now it's the Miz and Morrison. The new Eminem. It's Eminem Mm 2.0. But they're called the Dirt Sheet. That's what they call themselves? The yes, they back in the early two back in the early two thousand and seven to two thousand and twelve, they used to be a tag team. 
they call Miz and Morrison, just as they are now. And they used to host a YouTube slash WWE TV uh, TV segment on the internet for like 25 minutes a day or like once a week. And it was called the dirt sheet. And they would go from celebrities to wrestlers to fucking your milkman and the postman. Just ranking on him, ranking on him. So this is a gimmick re lit, re coming back to life in a different persona because now they're playing it again. Yeah, exactly. But now it's parodying. It's funny how it works. In the 80s, there was Weird Al. People thought Weird Al was just that fucking weird ass guy. Meanwhile, he was in a couple of movies. Uh, You know, he was a naked gun. Fucking that actually helped his parody career. Then in the 90s, he came back with Nirvana, this, that, the other thing. Then he, then it was quiet for a long time. Mm-hmm. Shamillionaire comes out with Riding Dirty. He gives Weird Al the blessing. He gives him the blessing for fucking White and Nerdy, which actually made Shamillionaire more money because he gave Weird Al the okay to parody it. Yeah. And then lady, and then it dies down for a while, comes out with an album after that. It's quiet for a little while. Then the early, then uh, Lady Gaga comes out with Born This Way and everything. And then he starts parodying it again. Then he comes out with another album because now the next five, six years, parodies, parodies are good. There's a guy on YouTube. Always been. There's a guy on YouTube called Bart Baker. Bart Baker is the new Weird Al. Yeah. He is – go watch his videos from 2010. How do you spell to it? About, Bar, B-A-R? No, Bart, B-A-R-T. Oh, Bart Baker. Baker, yeah. He is the new Weird Al. Watch his videos from 2010 to 2018. Those are his best videos. All right. Best videos. Best Let's parodies. Check out Bart Baker. But, uh, but uh, yeah, Miz and Morrison, they are but, the parody yeah. tag team. Well, I was, I was just saying, anything. like, I was just saying, like, even they started rapping and shit, and I was like, or or they did it, like, on, like, uh, a segment before. I think they were, like, trying to spit or sing or make music or whatever the fuck they were doing. And I was just like, this motherfucker's, like, a wannabe riffraff. Like, he's got this mullet with the sunglasses and shit. They used to rap back then. They used to pick on fucking uh, Drake. Back yeah. in the day, and and Morrison would sit there and and rap about it because he back back then it was it was it was it was a lot cooler. Uh, ah, oh, the memories, man. <laughs> it, it, it really was. It was. I mean, growing up, there's nothing like growing it up. Growing up, watching it when you know it's still like a show, but the older you get, you you find out like it it is really only entertainment. But the belief you, that that you are suspended in when you're a younger person growing up watching it's like, yo, this shit's so entertaining. It still is. How about this? I have I I I, I was in the business for a while. I watch it as a fan. I still feel like I don't know anything that goes behind the scenes. And then, you know, like two days later, I go and rewatch it. And I'm like, OK, so this is what they did. This is what they did. Okay, OK, so they might have done some backs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's, it's, it's it's weird. Like I watch it live. I'm, I'm I'm a total fan. I am totally into the thing. I'm t- totally into it. Two, two, three, two, three days later. Let's dissect this. Yep. Well, that's, that's <laughs> what we do here with wrestling with time. That's the goal. Kid watch the pay-per-view, break it down, give your favorite parts. And this way in 20 years, we can look back and be like, yo, remember when we did this shit? Like this is shit. We wish we would have did 10 years ago or knew about 15 years ago to document and go over. Uh, um, I mean, the tides turn, uh, 
But I mean, he takes it as good as he gives it, Bad Bunny. Back to that, you like you said, taking those bumps. I really didn't think I would enjoy this match as much as I did. Um, I like mean, he, I said, probably the best match of the night besides he, yeah, the main event. He tags Priest in, double signature, double pin, kick out at two. Expression when pigs fly. Well, bunnies apparently fly because uh-huh. that motherfucker was jumping off shit all Hit night. across bro. bodies. I was he like, was jumping. That, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Like, yo, when pigs fly, like bad that, that bunny. good old expression. Okay. And I'm thinking, okay, just the entertainer, bunny, rapper. Bunny jumps. Bunnies fly, baby. Bunnies fly, man. Um, they jump, they hop. Yo, he did that crazy, some crazy powerbomb pile driver reversal. I don't even know what the fuck to call it. Um, um, like an LOD style finish to top the match <laughs> off. Like, but what would you call that power bomb joint? That little you saw it right where he did the reverse, and then he like, boom! I was like, yo, that shit was dope. Uh, I don't know. Would you call it a Canadian destroyer? No, I have no idea what the fuck a Canadian destroyer is. <laughs> look up Petey Williams, two thousand and seven, and look up Canadian destroyer. He pretty much looks like he's going to pile drive you. Yeah, and you then know, flips like over um, into a power bomb. No, what he does is he puts you like he's going to hit you for a pedigree, but instead of you going, uh, it's 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 hard to explain. Um, here's the guy. Here here's the guy that he's doing the move on. Yeah. When he goes to do it, he flips the guy to where that literally he lands on his head, and the guy who does the move is landing on his back. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's 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 hard to I'll, explain. I'll look it, it up. What the look hell is up it called? Petey Williams as Canadian Destroyer. Petey Williams is pretty much is pretty much the inventor of the move. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It sounds like it could be it. Petey Williams. Yep. But um, and then after that and and then after that, look up Petey Williams with Scott Steiner with Skyner Math. Oh, yeah. Oh, if I got two minutes, let me do it. Okay, hold on. Uh, hold on. Um, interviewer comes in and goes, go Scott Steiner, you have a triple threat match against Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle at Sacrifice. Well, let me tell you something about that. There's a triple threat match, and that means that I only got a 33 and a third chance of winning. And that means Kurt Angle's got the same chances, and so does Samoa Joe. But they both know that I am going to win the match. So I get 66 and one-thirds chance of winning or two-thirds chance of winning. Because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me. So I take his 33 and a third chance. And now it's just me against Samoa Joe. And then he doesn't even have 33 and a third percent because I take 15 of that. So I got more chances of winning at sacrifice. It's so it's hysterical. Yeah, it's Steiner math. <laughs> it's it's called Steiner math. It is hysterical. You will laugh your ass off at the end of the promo. Petey Williams, you, you it, the camera pans to Petey Williams, and he's doing this. He's going, he's going. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I shit you not. The camera just pans to him as Scott's talking all this bullshit, and you just see the camera pan to him. And thank God, Petey, Petey Williams has got the glasses on because you couldn't see his face. He's wearing the glasses. He's like this. He's he, he, the camera pans to him. And he's going. 
What? Hollywood maniacs. You got your Hulkamaniac sunglasses there, kid. The Hollywood glasses. Well, 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 let me tell you something, dude. All right. When the 24-inch pythons and Hulkamania and the 25,000 WrestleMania fans that are sitting at the Raymond James Stadium, what are you going to do when they come running wild on you? <laughs> Good shit, kid. You've been working over there. You've been working on them. Uh, that was classic. Hogan's an easy voice to do. <laughs> but, uh, the Macho Man is a very easy so, so voice they, uh, to do. They got that LOD style finish. You know, Priest has him up. He's flying again. Bunny's fly. It was an insane match, in my opinion. But like, like you said in the beginning, bro, like being a fan almost inspires me. Like I could do it. It's never too late. You know, backyard wrestling days. <laughs> DDP didn't start till he was 35, and I'm on that DDPY, brother. Bang! Uh, um, yeah, times are different, though. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, Medical uh, reasons why. There's a reason why that a lot of good people can't come back to the WWE because they can't be medically cleared. Oh, yeah. Reason why that RVD can't come back is because uh, they won't medically kill, uh, won't medically clear him. RVD ain't come back because he's smoking weed, bro. No, that's that's technically not it. Wait, technically, was it, was it, right wait, now, was it, wasn't he in the Hall of Fame too? He was just inducted. Yeah. Is is there two thousand and twenty one? I'm saying there's a night. There's a there's a there's a um a night two induction also, right? Yes, for the twenty twenty one Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, so the first one was on the, night. Oh yeah, two. you're right. The first one. So twenty twenty Hall of Fame was the NWO. And then they did that on night one, the, the 2020. 2021 was Eric Bischoff. Because they couldn't do it in front of people, so they like they they postponed it a year. There's a reason why that uh, there's a reason why that JBL took over for the 2020 uh, for uh, Batista because uh, Batista wanted to be in front of more people than 25,000 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie star, movie star. We get it. We get it. Big Dave. You went Hollywood well, no, it's, on it's, us. It's, it's, you went Rocky on us. No, it's it's no, it's 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 not even that. I'm he even world. said he's like you know um, he's a twenty five thousand people's man. cool. But I'm you a know, guardian like, of the galaxy, man. No, it's 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 <laughs> he had he had an interview and they asked him, you know, like how come you're not going? He's like, you know, I understand they're gonna have fans, but it's not gonna be a sold out arena. It's not gonna be a real authentic way of being inducted on on you know how the ceremony is supposed to be so i so when the time is right again and you know we're at full capacity and you know the crowd's energized and everything i will be inducted we already made this agreement but it's for right now the time's the way it's looking you know i'm more interested in having a full energy there not just twenty five thousand people and then a shit ton of tv screens yeah, you know, I'm I'm not I'm you know like I'm glad that they're doing what they're doing because they're making the best of it. They can make their money. They you know, people can go perform. But it's just the fact that the matter is is that you know it's it's to have that energy. Yeah. And for and for Batista to be sitting there from 2003 all the way up until 2015, whatnot, fucking sitting there every you know every Hall of Fame. He knows what it's like, so for him to be inducted, he wants that same type of feeling of course, as every yeah. wrestler does. Yeah, bro. Of course, man. I I don't blame it, but you know, JBL was like, "I'll take this spot." Hell yeah, give it to me, man. I got you. Dude, I'm a wrestling god. <laughs> nah. I am a wrestling god. It's funny because I I knew Seth was gonna say that in his match too. Actually, he was like, "I am a god," and I was like, "Oh man, here we go, another wrestling god." 
But um, no, he Seth Rollins can't take that because up. JBL has that copyrighted. Hold up one minute. So yeah. Welcome back, dudes. We're getting back to the greatest WrestleMania ever. Hold at the Raymond James Stadium, dude. I don't know about the hosted one, by Hulk. me, Hulk Hogan. But um, I, I I bringing it back to that though. In the beginning, though, I think like after Hogan got like all that racist shit last year. I think I was wondering if they just put him with Tyson. He came out to a whole bunch of booze, which I mean, is the, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, not Tyson. I'm sorry, we were talking about Tyson before. I'm thinking of uh, Titus, Titus O'Neil. Yeah, Titus. Like I think they put him with Titus O'Neil purposely to like ease the <laughs> tensions, maybe. Because I've well, heard, no, I've Titus heard, isn't wrestling anymore, so but I, I Titus know, is doing good PR. Not not talking about that. That's what I'm saying in general, though. But I'm saying uh, also. I've heard a lot PR, of PR. No, it's 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 strictly PR because that's why he got the twenty twenty. Yeah, that that's why no, he got the twenty twenty one. I'm not talking about that. But I'm, just, I'm, talk, I'm talking about like the black and the white guy accused of racist allegations or whatever the case may be. Yes, but to the point to, to the point where I go is that Titus O'Neil got the Warrior Award this year. Yeah, yeah. Public public relations. John Cena's not around no more. Yeah. Guarantee if God guarantee if John Cena was around, they would have put Hulk Hogan and John Cena out there and they probably would have cheered Hulk Hogan. Nah. It's a PR thing. It's the PR stunt at the time and still to this day, John Cena holds the most make a wish foundation wishes in the world. I know. And most of them was done through the WWE. Course, so it's a public the, relations thing. Probably one of the most famous but men Titus in the world. But Titus O'Neil is taking over the reins for public relations. Yeah. If okay. you catch the drift, John yeah. Cena did all that. But my, now my, my, Titus yeah. O'Neil's doing that, that it. That wasn't what I was getting at, though. Is What I was getting at is like I've heard some black guys say Hogan's the most down white brother of all time. And I've heard other black people, like other black superstars, wrestlers, people who he's brushed up against, say he's a racist piece of shit. And that's just the way it is because maybe he thinks he, him being Hulkamania, he could get away with whatever he wants whenever he wants. But someone called him on his shit and... So I'm saying that I feel like they're trying well, to after, after the after the hold press tried hold on after the press tried to slander him and and like degrade him especially after the sex tape thing with his uh, boy Bubba's wife. That's and what shit. I was. It, so that's exactly what I was just now, gonna bring up. Now they're trying. That's actually to like, what got him in all this shit. Yeah, I'm saying they're trying to fix his image of being Hulkamania, like one of the biggest superstars of all time. So put him with the black guy, show him how down a brother is. Just my opinion. Hey. He's a cool guy. Hulk, Hulk. None of this would have happened yeah. if you if if you weren't caught having sex with your best friend's wife. That's what happens. None of this would have happened. Look, I it not uh, you know it, it's not the cultural background where he came from, you know. In in it's it's kind it this. this In the rap industry, okay, okay. In the hip hop industry, there is a dom, uh, there is a domination of a certain color and certain race, which dominates the hip hop genre. Just so happens that Brooke Hogan wanted to be like Paris Hilton and be a rapper slash pop star. <clears throat> Hey, Hulk Hogan, you know, Terry Hogan wasn't, uh, Terry Balea really wasn't okay with the fact of a certain genre of music. You know, if she was to pick anything else, 
anything else, they're all mix. But for the fact that hip hop is owned by one color, it's it's not. It's, I wouldn't say color, but one ethnicity. He's a little, you know, maybe on the ethnic side, you know, like I don't want, you know, like how many white women are in fucking rap? I, honest to God, besides Bad Bobby, Bad Baby. Bad Bobby, Bad Baby, whatever her name is. Yeah, and uh, Danielle Brigoli. Fuck that. Yeah, Danielle Brigoli, Miley Cyrus, and he doesn't even really rap. Miley is just like kind of just a pop star. She's like, no, no, no. Miley's that type of uh, crossover star. She could do yeah, pretty yeah. much any type yeah, of genre. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm just saying she's not really labeled rapper. You know. Like, no, hold on. When she had that sexual stage, she was doing nothing but rapping. Oh yeah. Yeah, and she was caught with Birdman and a couple of other people, so we'll just leave it at that. Um, I I love Miley too much. Miley's too hot. Miley's my I, type I, of girl. I, I do too. I love <laughs> Miley's my type of girl. I've always had um, a Miley. Freak. Um, right in your face, rock star chick. Yeah, yeah, spontaneous, fucking do whatever the fuck you want, yep. wear the fishnets all, all the time. Yeah, bro. <laughs> she is the classic. No, Miley is the 80s chick reborn in today's society. Yeah, yeah. 100%. This fucking skin tight yeah, leathers, the spandex. A child too, you know? Yeah. Um, But Sorry, the hip hop genre is owned by that color and ethnicity and and that type of color is the one who pretty much have taken over it since the 80s yeah um so idealistically how many white girls are in hip-hop there's not a lot pop music there's a shit ton pop music rock music country Give or take, there's not a lot of black country singers, but there are making more appearances. Yeah. It's just, you know, like, dude, um, things, things that were unheard of before, like, we're starting to break down, like, exactly and social constructs. And things exactly. That hold us so, back from doing what so we really wanted to do. At the time, the only woman rapper that was out there was Paris Hilton. She got her fame from sleeping with a bunch of people and being the heiress to the Hilton fucking name. She started a rap career for a little while. She was probably the only white girl that was in rapping at the time. And now Brooke Hogan, who looks actually at the time, Brooke Hogan looked like a thicker version of Paris Hilton. She was bad. Brooke was bad. I haven't seen her lately, but she was definitely She hot. looked like a thicker version of Paris Hilton. She, she did. did. She, she did, looked she did like that a song. She did that song with Paul a, Wall. Yeah. She looked like a filled out Paris Hilton, not a skinny cocaine bitch, but actually like healthy looking. Mm -hmm. And Hogan was a little like, you know, I don't want these fucking guys banging my hot daughter. Of course. You know, like daddy instinct. Exactly. So Hogan's won the talk. I'm on the talk. Everybody's got their own opinion, but the way I look at it is, is, you know, why did you let Bubba the love sponge video record you and his wife having sex? I just don't get it. I don't. The love sponge. I mean, I mean, 24 inch pythons doesn't compare to a fucking looks like a fucking seven inch dick. 
Oh, Lord. That means me and the Hulkster are the same size. Yeah, brother. Yo, it's funny because I, I was watching a YouTube video recently where Hulk was talking about, like, lying on his dick, like, being, like, 12 inches or 20 inches or some shit. He was like, well, it was just the Hulkamaniac persona or some shit. It was one of those Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it was, like, a real video or if it was just some bullshit of, like, people quoting clickbait The sex tape that shit. he did with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, that was Terry Bollea. The uh, uh, That was Terry Bollea. That wasn't Hulk Hogan. That yeah, was yeah. the real-life Terry Bollea. Yeah. And as much people want to say that Hulk Hogan, he, you know, Terry Bollea is Hulk Hogan out in the real world. No, he's... He's Terry Bollea. If he gets recognized as Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan comes out. Yeah. But if nobody, you know, like if you're just walking past him and you had no idea who he was, he, you know, that's Terry Bollea. But if you walk up to him and recognize him going, that's Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea turns into Hulk Hogan going, yeah. what do you want, brother? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like right. part of the gimmick, living the gimmick. Exactly. But if you wouldn't know him through a hole in the wall, oh. Yeah. yeah. My name's Terry. How are you doing? You know, like that's a fact. This is how I talk, brother. You know, the way I talk in the TV is the I, same I way remember, I talk at home, well, dude. I remember when I used to go to Florida when I was a kid, driving past like Clearwater Beach and like taking a boat tour, and they were like, "That's Hulk Hogan's house over there." And they they did tell us that like they saw him one time on a boat and he waved, and they drove past his house one time and they waved, and he was just like, I guess not having it that day. Like, all right, or maybe he didn't even wave. Just like, oh, bunch of crazy fans. But maybe it was just because it was his personal house and he just didn't want people to know where he lived, which is understandable. But when he's on his own uh, well, boat, he'll wave like, hey, what up? You go to fucking Smithtown, you go to Nessaquag, you go north towards Stony Brook on the Nessaquag River, you are guaranteed to pass McFoley's house. That's all I got to say. I work there. I know exactly oh, where it is. This motherfucker. Nessaquag, where he lives at? Probably that's a nice area. off the river. Yeah, but I'm saying, it's still dude, dude, the, the, the neighborhood, one point seven million dollar homes. I know. Yeah, I know. Fucking I, nice, nice, nice I, houses. I know the area fairly well. Let's just say, <laughs> I used I used to go up there all the time, bro. North Beach, Long Beach, Short Beach, whatever. That's over by the um disability uh center. Hold up, throw in the uh the little thing at the end, the little. Thing. But we'll finish off with the uh, the KOD, kid. It's a pretty dope variation of a torture rack into the X Factor, which was insane for me. That was my one note on the Bianca Belair-Sasha Banks match. Um, I was predicting that Bianca won. I kind of wanted her to get her moment since WrestleMania. You want to I mean, know I mean, something? The, women, Rumble, Rumble, the huh? women got their moment this year. Yeah, it was dope. The it men didn't. Dope. I yo Bianca was like whipping Sasha with that hair, man. Um, she was I using mean, it as a whip. I mean, she 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 deserves the W. She's beautiful. She's talented. Insane performer. And, and I think she's, she's like married my, to um. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, to uh, one of the uh, the 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 fucking uh, uh, street profits. Yes, SP. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the skinny one. Yeah. I can't think of his the name. The one. The one with the fucking Michael Jackson glove in the solo I, cup. I, I can't think of his name right now, but uh, yeah, she is married to him. That's dope. Well, when you're on the road, you need to be married to someone who who who's doing the same shit as you. Buddy, hey, Buddy Murphy was dating sure. Alexa. Was engaged to Alexa Bliss for like the longest time. They broke really? up six months later. Yeah, six months later, she's dating fucking Ryan Cabrera from the fucking uh, band uh, Bowling for Soup. Hmm. 
Shit. And now guess what? They're engaged. Ryan Ryan Cabrera from yeah. Bowling for Soup. Yeah, I never really listened to their music. Is is getting married to Alexa Bliss. That's so bad. Bowling Bowling for Soup did fucking um Phineas and Ferb for Disney Channel. Never watched after it. they after they came out with like their like first like two albums. Yeah. They uh they were no uh, the people who created Phineas and Ferb for the Disney Channel were big fans of Bowling for Soup. They got Bowling for Soup to do all the songs for the show. That's dope. I never really watched Phineas and Ferb though, so I don't. I can't it's really a good. You, you want to know something for a cartoon Disney Channel show? Yeah, it's actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. Get high and watch it. It's I've very been, entertaining. I've, I've been watching Dexter's Laboratory over like some Powerpuff Girls, bro. Like the old Tom and Jerry. Phineas and, and Ferb was made in 06 and it ran to like 2011. Like it was a really good show. It yeah, was no, a really the good kid, the show. Kids, the kids at my job talk about it. I just never watched it. Never caught on to a lot of the modern day cartoons and shit. But. Phineas. Ferb is a good Disney Channel cartoon show. I'm I'm 30 years old, and I will admit that. And that's a current cartoon. That's a good one. Like um, the Amazing World of Gumball. I love the Amazing World of Gumball. That yeah. is such a retardedly funny show. Yeah. <laughs> Get really stoned. What the fuck is it on? Uh, cartoon Network. What's it called? The Amazing World of Gumball. The Amazing World of Gumball. Yeah, you watch that show. That is some funny-ass shit. I'll let you know. That is a funny-ass show. Get nice and high. Watch it. You'll laugh your ass off. I've been watching Johnny Bravo, bro. That that motherfucker would be considered so sexist today. Nothing beats the classics. Like They'd be like, oh, Johnny Bravo's sexist. He just thinks every woman's so pretty, mama. You know I was based off of Elvis Presley? Uh Uh-huh. That motherfucker, bro. Wait, but yo, so fucking, yeah, so Bianca Belair gets the W, bro. She gets the W. Sasha Banks should have had it, only for the fact that um, they could have turned this into a really good uh, program to where it could have continued on. Only only because Sasha Banks went heel that night. Yeah. And... um, she came out as a heel champion and lost as a heel loser. So I honestly think that she should have came out as the victor in this match because it could have made the program so much more better because then what would have ended up happening probably in the next month, we would have had Bailey go back to being the hugger because Bianca would have convinced her to come back to the other side as in wrestling terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we would have gotten Bailey the hugger back. And then, you know, <clears throat> let's just say Bianca gets injured. Bailey gets the title and everything. And then Bianca comes back and now she's the heel and now she gets the win. I, I, think, know, they, I like, think they're going to build her up, though. I think she's got a lot of, like I said, you know, potential. I think they're going to build her up and she's going to be the face Ember of the Moon. I, honest, I, I, I honestly Moon. thought Ember Moon yeah. was going to be Me a great too. champion. Me too, bro. She had the power, the look, you know, athleticism. My favorite woman yeah, woman on the um, roster today is Asuka. 
yeah. She she's definitely dope. I love Asuka. She is sexy. She is very good in the ring. She is very fluent. She yeah. is from the New Japan and all Japan pro wrestling styles. So she has the same kind of uh training or discipline as Shinsuke Nakamura would. Uh-huh. Very, very dedicated to the craft and everything because of the Japanese culture and how rich the and how rich it is in Japan with the culture of wrestling. So it is, she is very, she's my favorite out of all of them right now. Yeah. Out of, out of all of them. Yeah. Not only for the fact that she's sexy, but she's, she has the charisma. She has the talent to back it up and she's, she should be taking more of a threat. She, I think she is though. I mean, I'm saying like when she first came in, they made her like this unstoppable force coming from New Japan. They just got to bring that back again. They kind of slacked off, got lazy with it, kind of got comfortable with it. No, her. they made her lose to Charlotte Flair after being undefeated for a year. Yeah, I'm making saying. it on the main roster. That's what ruined her career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were trying to push Charlotte. Now Charlotte's going to get pregnant and married. And nobody whatever. wants Charlotte. Charlotte needs to fucking disappear. Eh, I, I, you know what? I felt, I'm sorry. I, I felt that I'm way. I'm sorry. She needs to go away for like two years yeah. and then come back. But I felt that way for a very long time too because they were over pushing her. I feel like, yeah, I get it. It's, it's kind of like daughter. the Chris Jericho thing. It's kind of yeah. like with the Chris Jericho thing. Chris Jericho didn't get injured. He didn't get injured from 02 all the way to 05. So he was constantly working. He wasn't home and he wasn't injured. He needed to leave for a little while. That's why he left. He focused on Foz. He le- focused on his life. Yeah. They came back in 07. Yep, yep, yep. He did tour for a while. I saw him live. Yeah, and, 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 you know, like, everybody was, you know, they liked Jericho when he left. But, you know, when you gone for a while, then you come back. It's, you know, like, including for like a year or two years. You know, like, it makes a bigger deal. Like, uh the Miz is the perfect example. If you get the Miz is never the. Here's a big one. You know that the Miz. You look. You look this up. The Miz is the only wrestler today who has not been injured. Like every other wrestler with leg injuries, arm injuries, stuff like that. He's really? never ever been injured like that to where that he's been written off TV for like months. Never. Never knew that. What about when his baby was born? Though he just took a vacation or something. No, he still wrestled. Well, they were doing the. He was Miz. still around. Well, they were doing the Miz and Maurice though TV show, I think. Yeah, he had the yeah he had a contract agreement with USA. Mister and Mrs. Right or something. Yep. Yeah. I, to be honest, I never really watched it. I don't even know. Is it still going on? My friend Greg says it's a really good show. I'm sure it is. A lot of those WWE produced AE shows. I used to watch. Yeah, Total but Divas. here's the thing about the Miz. We got to remember he came from the real world, so he's meant for television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I never watched, he's meant for world. television. He came from MTV's The Real World. He's he was meant for television. Yeah, he's got that ego, that entertainer in him, and he's got every right to, you know. And also, he's been around since 2004. He was in the original Tough Enough in yeah, 03. I know, I know. Yeah, with that's the, how long the Miz has been in with, WWE. Um, the Miz has been in the WWE for almost with, 20 with years. The Silverback Ryan uh, Ryan Reeves and um, yep, yep. That, that's the year um, that Daniel won. Daniel Pewterschmidt, oh, that was the a, UFC that, fighter. That might have been 06. He might have been like the second or third season. No, no, Daniel, no. 03 was the one 
from WrestleMania night? No, are, are you sure? Are yeah, you sure? Well, Maven was no, 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 no. Maven. The was Miz first. was in. The Miz was in the first two tough enoughs. He was so in the Maven. first one in 03, and he was in Maven the 04. With Maven. That was the first one. Maven won the first yes. one. Who won the second one? Wasn't that... Uh, they should bring that show back. I'd watch that show again. Tough enough. They did, and it flopped. Yeah. Well, who'd they bring it back with? Wasn't... Wasn't Stone Cold was the host. Stone Cold was the host. And yeah, and it was a guy who had a whole bunch of leg problems, ended up winning the show. Mm. And he ended up wrestling for like six months in training and he ended up quitting because his body gave out on him. Damn. I think I remember that. Sto yeah, Stone Cold hosted and it flopped. Damn, that sucks. Only lasted like two seasons. Yeah. What you going to do, bro? You got to bring in special um, guests, though, every once in a while, too, because people want to see like the legends. Like, yeah. It's cool yeah, to have but, one legendary um, host, but you bring in like the old, the whole attitude era, like all those old guys that used to work together. Yeah. Like, let's show them how we used to do it back in the day. But Come on, yeah, Hunter, let's um, show them how we used to do it back Miz in the day. You take around. a bump, I take a bump. We'll go back and forth the a little bit. Taker, you come in, you choke slam both us some bitches straight to hell. We'll show these youngs how we used to run when it up and down the road. My hand goes up, your mouths go shut. Who's that? The Miz. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The Miz. But, um, the Miz has been around since 03. It's going to be 20 years wow. of The Miz in 2023. Holy shit. In WWE. That is insane. Well, But WWE's going to play it off that when he got on to SmackDown in 2005 that was, was when he made his debut. Yeah. But, if, but if people are really smart and they go through the tapes, it was the first tough enough. He was in the first tough enough. Yeah. So technically 2003 was when he started in the WWE. So in 2023, it'll be 20 years in the industry in that, general too. that the Miz yeah. has been in the industry. Yes. That's insane to think about, bro. Cause who, who insane and insane to the had, point. Every time their, you get the Miz their, yeah. and John Cena together, so saying, who just had, their they pull the year. best ratings. Oh no. Jericho had his 30 year. So. Yeah. Jericho had his 30. Um, Who else had Actually, a um, someone else just had a twenty-year reunion too, though. I think could be wrong. Kofi, no, um, our truth, our truth, our truth's yeah. been around since nineteen ninety-nine. Really, that long? Get K rowdy. quick, my moves are thin. Get rowdy, low down, dirty. K quick, K quick, K quick. You miss. Getting rowdy, getting no. rowdy, K quick, getting rowdy. Yo, we always 2000, talk 2000, 2000. He, he has Yo, been around since 2000. I so remember that, bro. He's been around yeah. for 21 years. He was on one of the, he was on one of the original wrestling CDs, Aggression or whatever it was, music volume yep. three or four. It wasn't three, but either four or one five. One time or hardcore champion. One time hardcore champion. Crazy. But now he is the, the greatest. Champion. No, 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 no. I am. The 347, eight, United States, European, intercontinental, lightweight, heavyweight champion. He takes all the old Attitude Era belts. Does he? That's what he calls all, them? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he takes all the old fucking 
D, you know, uh, uh, all the belts that are all decommissioned. And then he calls it the European cruiserweight, fucking light heavyweight, fucking hardcore intercontinental, whatever you could think of all the old decommissioned belts. Oh, I'm still the European champion. Yo, I can't believe he's been around that long, man. But yeah, bro. Do you know that he's won the 24-7 title? 49 times I'm sure bro well that that definitely we've talked about our truth on the show for before. him we've talked about him our before. truth he always it, comes the belt up. is meant for him and the he, belt uh, the the 24-7 title it, it, it was meant him, for archers it gives him a whole entire storyline with his creative his his funny like little quirks that he has about him and just a way to be himself entertain people and he don't even got to worry about getting injured too much anymore, bro. But he's got his own like permanent storyline for as long as they can run it. He's in his fifties. Look at him. He's in his fifties and he Is looks he great. Really that old? He's in his fifties. Yeah. yeah, he looks great. Yeah, Who was he? He was he was uh, K Quick. Then he went to. Uh, then he he was, went to TNA and he was Ron the Truth Killings. Ron Ron Killings. Yeah, and then he came as our Truth when he came back to WWE. Yes, because he took Ron the Truth Killings the from TNA and then just put our truth Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. When he debuted in WWE, I was really excited. I was like, holy shit, Ron the Truth Killings is coming to WWE. Our yeah. truth. That was a big thing. That, that was a big I remember, thing. I remember him coming. He always did that. What's up? What's up? Even before our yeah. truth, I feel like he always got the crowd involved in it and shit. Always. Okay, quick days. But yeah, you're right. K quick, man. Anyway, fucking. We gonna wrap up night one of WrestleMania here. We gonna come back later this week with night two of WrestleMania. But this is a huge ass pay-per-view to cover, and we don't want to just cram it all into a quick two-hour show for two amazing nights. It usually takes us an hour and a half, two to cover a regular pay-per-view, you know, a regular night pay-per-view, but not the biggest event of the year. WrestleMania! <laughs> Tell him Vince. Wrestle! And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. You can tune in to Broken Skull Sessions, uh, whatever days it is, on Peacock TV in the United States and the WWE Network everywhere else. You can stream. Yo, they changed it, bro. It went right to Peacock from WWE Network. I went to log on to watch WrestleMania. Couldn't even get on, bro. Had to subscribe to Peacock. He's like, let me get this. It was like five bucks, five ninety nine. You can subscribe to Peacock and watch any wrestling pay per view, and pretty much have the WWE Network with limited commercials. I'm guessing, but that's the bargain right there. That's a deal. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, five ninety nine instead of the nine ninety nine. Yo, we're also gonna start working on the logo for the show. Uh, I'm thinking. Me and you talked about it briefly when I was in Florida. I think we're gonna do like the clock wrestling a tree, or an hourglass wrestling a tree. Tree J. Or we could get a shirt that's like this, where you know Donald Trump says Donald Trump matters, but we can get one that says rest I wrestling matters. Lives. Wrestling lives matter. That sounds dope. Well, we could definitely do that, but I'm talking about a logo for the show. Not 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 um design t-shirt designs are gonna be coming soon. That might be a good design right there. Cheers to that shit. But anyway, folks, we are signing off. This is Wrestling With Time. Did we discover, what was it, four or five? 
I believe we are on number five. All right, so stay tuned next week for Wrestling With Time 6. Well, not next week, but later this week. We'll get to it. Salute. We're signing off. Peace.